Have you had a sluggish before? No, I've had the more than like a million. All right, MetaHuman Dave here from Not Your Father's Whiskey Channel. I'm here with my friend Mike. It's a little noisy where we are because we're on the rooftop of the Rustic Root down here in San Diego for the Lafroig event. Lafroig is my most favorite Scotch whiskey brand. Mike has never even had an Isla style whiskey before. Mike is about to try his first Lafroig. We didn't start with the 10, he's starting with Lafroig Select. So we're about to find out what he thinks while I'm waiting for Mike to sample the board. Definitely mild. This is mild. Alright, thank you, Joe. Um, have you had it? I, I have had it. You shot it? You're supposed to sip it, buddy. Is this much? No, this is, this is multiple sips. I got the flavor all in my mouth. What are you getting? Uh, minor smoke. It's not a lot. Not overwhelming. It is the entry level Lafroy. This is for people that maybe never had an Isla style before. It's absolutely entry level. So this is the entry level. Definitely, definitely easy to handle. Oh yeah, this It's got good, good longevity though. Yeah, holds its flavor. And that's what I actually really like about the the regular ten. Is it coats the tongue almost in a way that. You don't need to gun it. You can sip on it, wait 10, 15 minutes, take another sip. I mean, it just coats the tongue. It's a great... I, I might be like putting some bias into you now by telling you how much I love the Lafroy 10. That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad. First time? Yeah. It is the entry level. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. Tequila. Oh, that's tequila? Do you like smoked fish or like smoked meats, stuff like that? A little bit, yeah. I'm, I'm trying that, yeah. So if, I, if you like those flavors, then you good chance to like this one, this one did not kick you in the face, though. No. I warned him. That's going to happen. some later on. Okay. So, are you done? Just, just a question. Why did you? Why do you choose to go ten and then quarter cask? Because the ten is lower alcohol. But um, not so you're not doing it for the peatiness because obviously the ten definitely has a lot more of the peat because the quarter cask kind of takes over with the woodiness. True. I, I find that you can. For me, it's, I find that the quarter cask is bigger on the palate. So like it, it has more dynamic uh, things going on across your whole palate, whereas the ten year is only going to coat like. I think the quarter cast kind of plays around the entire palette. So you you prefer the quarter, personally? Oh, I do, I do. All right. I think Tense it has my joint. I think it has more going on. Uh, I love the ten year. Yeah. is a mixture of four different barrels. You have used American oak, so first fill, American oak. You have first American oak, you have quarter cask, you have Spanish uh, sherry oloroso cask. So this is actually quite a complex whiskey compared to the 10, but it is lower in alcohol, so... Well, I can drink more. 
Sue. I almost have you. So, question two, and I'm not mad because I've never actually had the 10 cast strength, but what happened to Triplewood? Oh, it's still out. It's still being made. I think it's just uh, such high demand that uh, it had to be... Oh no, because I, I know the event when we the event page actually says that was the fourth one. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we tried to actually get that for the event, but uh, our distributor didn't have it uh, at the time. So too bad, but because um, I was looking forward because that's also one I have not. I'm really excited for Lore because that's been on my wish list for so long. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Lore. Yeah. Take your time, don't rush it. Do you want to go right into the next one, or do you want to wait? We can. All right. What's that mean? Ten. I don't want to be shy. Just like this, where we're doing like cocktail, we're doing fresco, we're doing five different marks in the portfolio. So it is noisy in here, but basically what we've got here at the Rustic Root is five different Lafroigs that they're testing out. Lafroig Select is the first one. We're about to try our second one, which is my personal favorite, which is Lafroy 10. It's a 10-year-old Isla single malt. <clears throat> and then there's Lafroy quarter cask, which is a no-age statement. Lafroy 10 cask strength, which comes in at a whopping 58.1%. And then my favorite one that I've been looking forward to is Lafroy Glore will be the fifth one. So Mike and I have both had the select. We're about to ask for a pour of the Lafroy 10-year-old to compare it to. I don't know if he's having us get new shots or... Alright, let's do it. We're, we are drinking out of shot glasses though, so... Takes away from the experience just a little bit, but at least for someone like Mike, who's a virgin to the Iowa, he's going to get to truly experience some cool stuff. Like kissing a mermaid that had barbecue for dinner. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to kiss a mermaid. So, we'll move on to the 10 when you're ready. Seaweed, earthy, banana. Not one that I've ever gotten. I started as just a fan. I put it that one. I guess they were showing what the inside of a barrel looks like. He's already got a ten. Why not? This is, uh, this is the flagship. It's the one that's about eighty percent of the production of Vegas. No, you don't get any. I don't get it. No, no, you don't get any. <laughs> Thank you. So this is this is the flagship. This is the flagship. This is the best-selling Isla single malt around the world. All right. Joe just said that the Freud 10 is the best-selling Isla in the world. Never knew that. 
Let's, uh, let's squeeze over so some people can get to the stuff. Let's give some of that some room. Starting to get some uh, shoulder bumping. It's getting tight up in here. There it is. There it is. We lost our swag. We lost our swag. Our swag is somewhere. All right, so all right, so Mike's about to try his first Lefroy 10. Uh, this what do you get on the smell? Exceptionally smoother than the Select. Okay. Now this makes the Select smell a little bit rough. Right here, we got a good open spot. Gotcha, gotcha. Ah, oh, smells like heaven in a cup. It's a shot glass. So yeah. It's not, we're not doing fancy stuff right now. Yeah. This, this, this really is. This is. This, this smells like fresh panties out of a dryer. Yeah. This is nice. Lefroy is one bottle that no matter how many times I visit it, I still have like that first love feel of it. Like, wow, every sip. Lefroy just does something for me that no other whiskey does. It's almost like Lefroy should be its own with its own category of alcohol. Not even scotch. It's just it's just Lefroy. Lefroy's its own thing. There's this definite, like, smooth. Oh, would you like one? You go for it. I'll take the next one. Instead of having her hold the wood like that. But drink that first because it's going to mess up the taste. I did, but there's like some some kind of creamy or caramelly like first hit. Like okay. texture wise, not flavor, texture. Okay. So when you taste it, there's like, it feels like there's some smooth and kind of thicker like caramelly. I don't know, that's what I got. And did you, what did you think about that punch of peaty smoke that you got? Did you like it or did it even turn you off? Didn't turn me off. Definitely something to Absolutely. Yeah. There are, there's other brands out there that we can try, like Ardbeg, which I do have some Ardbeg 10 at home that I can introduce you to. I, I have Lagavulin, which is a lot on the lower scale of the peatiness for me, at least. Um, it, it smells very, very nice. This is this it's, is my favorite one. Honestly, I wish we were drinking out of glasses for the for the two that I've never had before, so I can get a true. I didn't think I needed to. <laughs> if AJ ever made me my necklace that I want, I'm, I want him to make me a necklace for my Glencorn. Yeah, there's something in the beginning that I get texturally. Let it coat on that last next little sip. Swish it so it hits all the different parts of the tongue. Well, that's why I did the first one. Right? That's why I took the shot. That's what's kind of awesome about this is as it hits the different parts of the tongue, you will pick up all these. Different, it's almost like it's it's almost like a um, information overload where your brain's like just about to pick up a flavor note and then something else happens. And then you're like just about to pick that one up and then something else and it's like ping-ponging and you can't quite put your finger on it. Like a word that you're stuck on where you're like, what is, oh, what's that word I'm looking for? Something, they hit me somewhere that I didn't like it. This is the last of the Freud 10 going down the hatch for me. What's the I can't drink too much. So, Mike's driving us, so he can't drink too much. So I'm having his 10. He's getting just enough to taste. Yeah, trying. But trying not to be gluttonous. Lefroy 10 is my favorite one. I'll be right back. I might find a new favorite by the end of tonight. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to go grab the swag bags. 
You're scared of the swag walking away. So what was really cool about this event, not only was it really inexpensive, it was only $20 to do this event, um, and we are getting to try five different samplings from Lafroig. The lore by itself, at least locally, I've never seen for less than $120 a bottle. So it's an expensive pour. But also, we got a, a swag bag, which was a canvas bag that had a Lafroig rocks glass inside, um, a 3D box for virtual reality tour of, of the distillery, and uh, a really cool leather-bound journal for writing down your tasting notes, which is awesome because I've been wanting a leather tasting note journal, and boom, my favorite whiskey distillery gives me one for free. Bonus, Mike doesn't want his, so I get two. <laughs> now, another bonus we just found out about, on top of the fact that this also comes with uh, shared plates appetizers for the low price of $20, we also get a drink ticket for a full-size cocktail. Looking at the price of the cocktails, they sell $12 per cocktail. This was a bargain all day long for only $20 to get to try five different Laphroaigs, some shared food, and a full-size drink all day long. Um, this thing's going on from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. I don't know if this is going live or not. Um, so new to this... <clears throat> So new to this anchor, I don't know if this reports live or only after a, after I record. But uh, I posted it in a couple of different Facebook groups to get down here. It's till eight o'clock. They still have a couple of more tickets to sell. You should get here. You want to move on to the next? I'm ready when you are, Mike. Yes, we're at number three. The quarter cast. He, so here's what's interesting. Obviously, we know taste of the objective. Joe over there said that this is his favorite. Quarter cast. Means it's, it means it's higher, it's higher proof. Maybe. Um, personally, it's interesting. This is my first time. I'm not, he's, he's given me a couple, but never the fuck, I don't even know what I drink. Oh, alrighty. Yeah, I'm not, he's a baby, I, I get, I have a, a fresh canvas to work with here, so I bring him right to Lafroy, which punches you in the face. So, we're moving on to the quarter cask, which means that it was aged in a smaller barrel. So, two things about that is, one, it normally brings up the alcohol proof. Yes. So, it's going to have a stronger alcohol punch. But, what I really like about the Lafroy 10 is the peatiness, the smoky, the barbecue, you know, that, that flavor. The quarter cask, because it's a smaller barrel, more of the alcohol is touching wood. So, what happens is, the alcohol takes a lot more of the woody tones. You're going to taste a lot more oak in this one. So a lot of that smoke's going to go away. So for me, being a fan of the 10, I do not like the quarter cast as much as the 10. Joe says this is a lot more complex. Mike, sweeter. Mike saying it's sweeter. It's sweeter. The uh, first aroma, you can smell the alcohol. It is, there's alcohol. 
I don't agree that it's sweeter, and that's where taste is subjective. Really? I actually get a lot more of just alcohol punch. Get a lot more of the oaky flavor from the smaller barrel, and almost none of the smoke. It, it, like, it almost kills the smoke that Lafroy's famous for. Yeah, I, I get the, the initial shock was sweet. So for you, they have a little bit of water there. You might want to put like a dash of water just to see what it does for the flavors. Not a lot. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't finish it. Yeah, well, I probably put too much because it says put twice as much water. But yeah, definitely because put a, if you drink a dash, yeah, a drop, not a not a pour of water. A deck, just a drop. Ah, it's way too much. That's way, That's too, way much. too much. Way too much. That would be too much, even if it was a Glencar pour. Really? All right. That's gonna. That's probably just knocked it down like a good fifteen percent. Much if it's tap water. But it might change up the flavor notes for you a little bit now because the alcohol burn's gone. You might pick up more of the flavor notes. The, the, the smokiness is almost absent. And I'm going to say this, it's, it's only because we followed the tent. Okay. And that's why I asked him. I, I wondered why he chose to do it that way. Because if I was the guy sampling everything, I would have given you quarter cask first. I don't care that it's higher alcohol percentage. It's the smokiness of the tent that I think you should have done after the quarter cast. Uh, are we in your way? No, you're fine. You sure? Okay. <laughs> so make sure we're not getting your way. <laughs> wow. That's nice. This one was super here. Would you like to finish? Just pour it right into this. Because with your dilution and the rest of mine, it's probably a good, good amount now. Uh, so I think that, that one, the quarter cast, is probably the second easiest to drink. So long as you're okay with that alcohol burn. Okay. Yeah. Fair. That's a fair assessment. It, it is easier to drink. I do have the quarter cask at home still. So if you wanted to revisit that, we can. Oh, you mean drink it with Coke? You fuck face. <laughs> do you know there's people that are doing that and they call it Smoky Coke? Really? Smoky Coke. Those bastards in the whiskey tribe started that. <laughs> so, um... Mike's gonna get me drunk because now I'm drinking for two. <laughs> because that means when we get our cocktails, he's only gonna take a sip of his cocktail and then I have to finish it. This is true. <laughs> and I have yet to have a bite of any of the finger food that's walking around. I see hamburgers. I see egg rolls. I haven't had anything yet. All right, so should we move on? Oh, hurry up. Mike's trying to rush me. So instead of this being a two-hour podcast, it might be done in 30 minutes. Yeah. It will be, so we can enjoy it. So um, I do have to preface this. <clears throat> this is a two-hour event that is going on, but Anchor only allows one hour of recording time at a time. So if we run over an hour on this particular recording, I will start recording fresh, so this will be a two-part video if we run over an hour. Or, I shouldn't say video, because it's not a video, it's audio. This stuff is definitely impressive. Mike is opening up to Lillifroig. He's now saying it's impressive. He's holding his empty glass as if he wishes it had some in it. 
no, no, we don't have a Uber driver. We're gonna get food. Plenty of time. It's all been enjoyable. Yeah, it's all been enjoyable. I don't drink much, period. So none of so, this, none of this is killing me. Mike is talking to oh, yeah. <coughs> the server. So I will give you my assessment. So we started with the select, which I've always felt. No offense to my my boys over at Lefroy that I felt that the Select is more of a cash grab than anything else. I don't think it's a good whiskey, comparatively speaking, to their flagship wine. Um, hey, you're late. It's only a one-hour podcast. Drink that drink. <laughs> Do something with it. He wants me to shoot. I have like a half a shot. Instead of sipping, he wants me to shoot. So here we go. Down the hatch. Oh, that's a nice color. So, the quarter cask has a lot less smoke than the 10, but it has a lot more alcohol burning, oaky flavors. Um, now that Mike brings it up to me, and maybe it's just because he said it, I'm getting a little little bit of caramel. Don't drink that one yet, Mike. I'm not. I'm not. Let me get a 10. Landed sea. Landed sea, yeah. Oh, okay. I like yeah, it's super, super sweet. <laughs> it too sweet? Yeah, I think that's a good syrup in there. I, uh, I took my first sample of the lore and just dumped it in there and kind of cut it a Lore? You put lore in it? Yeah, it's a little too smoky for that's me. That's sacrilege. It's too smoky for me, so I took like half it and I was like, the rest of this is going to cut the sweet. That, that, uh, the 10 yeah, cash trend. Like, so this one. I have not had yet. I'm kind of excited to try this one. Lafroy 10 is my favorite. Thank you very much. So in my hand is my first ever sip of Lafroy 10 cask strength. So what that means is this is now at a 58.1% alcohol. Looking at the color alone, it's a lot darker than any of the other Lafroy's we've had so far. Um, it's also going to be the highest proof alcohol of any of the Lafroigs that we're going to drink tonight. Woo! Mike's, Mike's flirting with another guy right now, so um, he's not hearing me, he's not looking. So, what I'm saying is on first impression, just on the nose, and again, I'm in a shot glass, so it's different than what it would be if I was drinking it in a Glencarn glass, but it's weird to me. Um, because of it being at such a high percentage of alcohol, that's all I smell. I only smell the alcohol. It's 58.1% alcohol. Smelling it. Okay, okay. Now that my nose is getting past the alcohol, I'm getting ash. Like, like straight up wood ash. Are you here now? You ready? I've been. You've been flirting. I've been. I've been doing tasting notes for my audio podcast. I have been flirting. I guess. So after you get past that that alcohol burn smell, because it's a very high percentage of alcohol. This is. Is it really? Because it smells fifty-eight point one. But it's a very smooth this is smell. A high percentage of alcohol. Okay. Um, the aroma is is the smoothest of the four I've had. It's the most pleasant of the four I've had. This is crazy. Mike saying it's the smoothest smelling. I smelled alcohol straight up. 
Now I'm getting a little bit of ash. Mike just gave himself a LeFroyd mustache. <laughs> this is your okay. bag, right? Ash. Alright. Okay. That's... I'm not picking up much more on the nose, and again, it could just be because of the shot glass. I'm so close to the alcohol. Holy shit, that's a lot of alcohol. This one, holy shit. This one burns the fuck out of your tongue. If you want a drink, this will get you fucked up. Yeah. This will get you fucked up for sure at such a high alcohol percentage. This is a I don't know bust. if I'm allowed to cuss on the, on the podcast, but uh, I just did. It's a high burning. Wow. It does not taste like your normal Lafroy, which means I don't get the smoke. Uh, the smoke is on the back end. I get smoke on the back end. Mike says he gets smoke on the back end. Give it a second. Give it a second, you get smoke on the back end. Okay, this time I coated my tongue. I let it hit all different parts of my tongue. And I still straight up just get alcohol burn. I'm not able to pick up any flavor notes past the burn on the tap, past strength. I'm going to add a little bit of water. No, no, no. Add a little water first. See what happens when I lower the alcohol proof. Again, this is my first time ever having the cash strength. The break. Oh, that was a lot of water. I put way too much water in it for what I wanted. So Mike's giving me up his. I now have a full full shot glass. Have you heard of Uber? Of this Lafroy cash front with just a dash of water now. See if it changes up anything because all I got was a burn. I thought about it, I was like, that's Sunday for man. I don't know what they're going to do. Don't add logic to this. Don't get wrong, I'm not fat. Alright, according to their tasting notes, they're saying that we should get a massive burst of peat flavor and a sweetness at the end. I say alcohol burn and no flavor. Quit yelling at everybody. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. I speak yeah. loud. Good point. <laughs> I can't You're argue. from New York? No way! <laughs> so, I'm uh... I'm picking up just alcohol burn. See? Mike's saying that he gets smoke on the end. Definitely getting a lot of medicine in this one. A lot of medicine in this one. This one's strong. Alcohol like Are you on this one? Yeah. yeah. It smells good, but it's harder right. on the taste buds. This is rare. I usually don't add too much water to mine. I'm actually going for a second dash of water. See if it opens it up anymore. It's like a big monster on your phone where you like, never go back and look at it again. I podcasting. Yeah, it's it's what is it called? Anchor. Anchor. It's a it's a podcast radio. Oh, he's getting ready to start. Are we live? We are live. Hello, New York. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. 
so we're at 28 minutes. We got we got plenty of time because Mike's making me blast through these. Yeah, great. Hurry up. I've never been more disappointed with Lafroy in my life. I don't like the ten cast friends. Dump it. Let's move on. I even, I even like the select more than. Do you know how much this goes for? A bottle? It doesn't matter anymore. Over a hundred dollars a bottle for, like for the cast matter. If you don't like it, you pay five bucks for it. And. Um, the Freud Select goes for about forty dollars in most in a decent place, maybe fifty dollars if they're price gouging. Uh, well, the, the Select isn't bad. It's definitely it's an not entry level. It's your entry level. It is. It's because the ten, the ten, the ten punches you. A little yeah, bit. don't don't make it sound like you can't drink it. You know, it's it's very drinkable. But for compare me, it to the, the others. For me, the Lafroy Ten. I mean, the Select is a watered down version of the Ten. It's not bad, not great, not bad, and that's that's my amateur assessment. All right, I'm saving this for later, just so we can move on to the tag. All right, we're moving on to the lore, guys. I've been extremely excitedly waiting for this one. Lafroy Lore, the cheapest price I've ever seen for it is $120 a bottle. I'm Mr. Frugal, I shop around, I always look for the best pricing. Lafroy Lore, I have not heard anyone say a bad thing about it yet. It still comes in at a high percentage of alcohol, Mike. It's at 48%. Just put the phone closer to your mouth. I always speak loud. Mike's saying I'm speaking way too loud. But it's what I do. Uh, let's be honest. You're yelling at everyone. So, so we have the Lafroy 10 coming up next. Yeah. Once we get a chance, because we're going to let everyone else take their, their turn. Exciting, exciting. Mike is only taking one or two sips before moving on to passing it off to me. I'm doing one more dash of water to see if I can like the 10 cast. I love the 10. That's what's. That's what. I don't think there's enough water for me to enjoy that. That's what's weird to me. I look. The Lafroig 10 is my absolute favorite whiskey. So I'm surprised at how much I don't like the 10 cask. Oh, I spilled on my hands and it smells good. You, you know what's funny? The first time uh, I had Lafroy, I actually rubbed a little into my hands. Burnt. There's, there's another little trick that people do with smelling, like trying to pick up flavor notes. They will actually put a little drop in their hands, rub it out so all the alcohol goes away, and then smell what's left. I liked it so much, I, I end up using it as cologne for my date with set. So, with that being said, since I can't pick up a good flavor note with a 10 cast, 
It smells fantastic. I mean, I haven't had any issues with the smells, the aroma of this, just some of the flavors. With adding a little more water, it makes it more palatable. But so far, we've had four out of the five. If I'm buying a bottle, I'm buying Lafroix 10 still. Agreed. Amateur agreement. Especially if I'm in Northern California, you can get it for 30 bucks a bottle. That's crazy. Oh no, we just killed a bottle of Lua. <laughs> Good thing there's a backup. Looks like it's pretty close to 100 people here. So, <clears throat> the friends of Lafroy said that they were selling only 100 tickets to this event. According to Mike, he says that we're pretty close to 100 people here at the event. Um, I'm going to go significantly less. Whoops, sorry. I'm going to try this one. I haven't tried this one yet. This is the one I've been most excited about. So is this a podcast you're doing? It is a podcast. You're live? We are live. What's up? Anchor. 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 It's, a, it's like a podcast radio. That's awesome. Now... Here's the part where it starts to get a little technical, okay? So usually when you're sampling whiskeys, you want to give your palate a cleansing. You would drink some water, maybe take a 15 break, 15 minute break before, between drinks. But we're kind of going back to back to back, just for the sake of keeping this podcast quick. But we went from select to 10 and to Lafroy 10 to now the Lafroy War. The problem is we've done this in such a quick succession that a lot of the aromas and tastes are going to start to overlap a little bit because we have not cleansed the palate. Wow. On first, on first approach to the lore, I'm getting a unique sour note. Can I see a cheat sheet for the lore? I'm going to look at their cheat sheet and see what they say about the tasting notes. Okay. Okay, I'm definitely not getting any of the things they're saying on the nose. So their nose, they're talking about a rich, smoky seaside mineral with a hint of bitter chocolate. Vanilla follows with oily, unroasted chestnuts with a hint of fudge and a malty sweetness. 
but I'm actually getting sour notes on the nose. I'm not getting sweet. On the aroma? On the aroma. What are you getting, Mike? Well, from my perspective, it's probably the most balanced smell of all. It doesn't, there's not one thing that stands out. Would you say sweet? No. Because their, their tasting notes are saying bitter chocolate and sweet vanilla and I'm actually getting the opposite spectrum. I'm actually getting sour notes. I'm not getting sour notes, but again, it's just, it smells real balanced. I don't have anything dominating the smell. This is supposed to be the smokiest of the three, or the five? No, no, no. Oh, this isn't? Absolutely not, no. Okay. I think the 10 is the king of the smoke. A little bit of a tingly, tingly feeling on the tongue. Is this high alcohol content? 48%. Okay, I get a little bit of burn. It's a little bit not as bad as the others. And I might have, honestly, I might have done this a, wrong by trying to go back to back to back to back just to, for the sake of the podcast. Because I'm not able to distinctively pull any no. notes of flavor or smell. This was too complex for me. I just think this is over my head. But it's at 48% for the lore. So adding just a little bit of water, hopefully. Whoa! They they don't have a dropper. This is the first time I had the So sometimes it comes out a little faster than it should. But at 48%, you can afford to drop it down quite a bit. Hopefully it brings out some of the tasting notes. I still smell alcohol on the nose. It's too much more, too complex. I can't, I can't give a reliable. Uh, According to their tasting notes, is once you, once you add a dash of water, you start to taste, you start to smell more vanilla as opposed to chocolate. Well, I'm not getting chocolate. You didn't even sample it. You did. About four sips. After the water? I didn't see you. Okay. All right. It's just too complex for me. There's too much going on in there for me to isolate any any particular aroma, particular flavor. Mike just added his Lafroy to my Lafroy. Both of them have been added with a dash of water. I now have a full shot glass of lore. I'm still getting too much of an alcohol burn to really pick up tasting notes. So I'm adding a dash more. I'm going to spin it up, mix it just a little bit. I'm seeing the chemical reaction of the water hitting the alcohol. Going to see if it changes up the flavor for me.
I'm actually, I'm actually surprised at how high of the uh, proofs these alcohols are. So that is really affecting how I'm tasting the notes because the Lafroy 10 um, cash strength was actually not listed as one of the samples for tonight. That one was actually supposed to be the triple wood expression. According to Joe, the guy who's leading this tasting event, um, they have not been able to receive it because it's been sold out across the state. So he wasn't able to get enough for the sampling. So instead, they switched it out to the cash strength 10. Now, what is um, What I believe is happening is because there's such a high percentage of alcohol and we're drinking these kind of back to back to back to back, um, a little bit of the inebriation is starting to happen. We're overindulging because we're drinking these back to back and I'm kind of drinking for two because Mike just takes a quick sample and then I finish his sample for him. Um, so sadly what's going on is I'm not picking up any particular tasting notes from the lore. What I'm going to try to see is if I can wait maybe another hour, if they'll let me sample the lore a second time if I pick anything else up. But right now, I added just a little bit more water. Being in a shot glass definitely affects it too. Um, it doesn't give the same funneling action as a Glencarn glass would give. Now I'm getting a little bit of the ashiness. Their tasting notes claim to have chocolate and vanilla or on the nose. I'm not getting either one. Okay. This has now been dashed with two dashes of water. Bring down the proof just a little bit. And what I found is it actually opens up the flavors a little bit. Now I'm getting that smokiness that I'm used to having with a Lafroy. So with their lore sampling, they're showing that on the nose you should get chocolate and vanilla. And on the palate, it's saying rich peaty with a spicy chili bite. With the finish being short, dry finish and a long, sweet aftertaste. I don't know where they're getting the sweetness from. I don't get any sweetness whatsoever from the lore. But, once it was diluted just a little bit with a dash or two of water, it brings out some of the smokiness that is hidden by the alcohol burn if it's taken neat. But as far as sweetness goes, I, I'm just not quite getting it. 
Okay. I just took another sip. The Lafroy Lore. Now, I'm a spice head. I love spicy food. So, maybe that's why I don't get much of the spicy bite that they mention in their, their tasting notes. I do get a bunch of a bunch of smoke and just a little bit of spice. Very little bit of spice. But I'm glad I went to a, a taste testing like this because rather than spending $120 for a bottle of Lore, I know that out of five tasting samples from the Lefroy lineup, the Lefroy 10 Regular 10, not the cash strength, still is my number one top dog, most favorite Isla Scotch whiskey. And considering I can get that for anywhere between 30 and 40 bucks, compared to the lore at 120 and up, I would say that's a win all day long. Go with the Lefroy 10 if you have the same tasting profile as me. I'm getting a little bit of a heads up from the anchor saying that segments are only allowed to be 60 minutes. We are at 45 minutes right now. So if we end up cutting out, I will restart the podcast for a part two video. So I have, I still have a full shot shot glass of the lore and a half shot glass of cash drink. That means I have two drinks that are at a very high proof to finish. On top of the fact that both Mike and I still have a drink ticket for a cocktail of our choice. Mike's driving, so he's not going to drink his, which means I have to drink it for him, which means I am going to be going home very inebriated, which is rare because I normally don't drink to the point of inebriation. I normally just sample a whiskey or two per night, and that's it. Because of these um, tastings being at a much higher proof than a regular drink, which is normally around 40 to 43%, I'm actually already feeling what most people would consider a buzz going on, and I haven't even finished the last of my drinks, nor had the cocktails. So I do believe I'm in trouble for tonight. So you might want to catch podcast number two when this one ends because I might be a little fucked up. So, I'm actually going to end the podcast here. I'm going to finish my lore, finish my cash strength, and then when we order our cocktails, I'll restart for part two. So, until next time, see you there. Take care, guys.